Hey, my friend, once again, I hope over the last couple of episodes, episode seven and eight, you are starting to feel truly loved. Let's recap again what love means to God. God loved you so much. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him, everyone, 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 don't limit God, right? When it comes to God and his perfect love for us, he says, this is how much I love you. I gave my one and only son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but have eternal life. Now, what does he mean by perish? What did, what exactly did God save us from? God saved us from a life of sin. So you think, but you know, if you still are sinning in some way today, you're thinking, what does that mean for me? Does this mean I can be saved from like maybe an addiction that I'm going through? Or maybe there's a particular sin in my life that I feel, oh my gosh, I still have to come out of or give up. Um, well, my friend, sin always brings death. Sin always brings sickness. It's a guarantee, actually. How do we know this? Because when Adam sinned, there was immediately a punishment from God. God, the Bible tells us a couple of things about God. The Bible tells us that God is a righteous judge. He has to be, right? But the, but the Bible also tells us that God is love. So God is a righteous judge, but he, he also is love. So how does God deal with it? God has to punish sin, my friend. It's that simple. Think about any judge in history. Let's say there was a really violent crime committed against a woman by a group of boys, right? A really horrible, heinous crime. And, the, and, and if they walked in the next morning and the judge sat there corrupt and he just said, yeah, you know what? Boys will be boys. Let's let them go. Let's give them a little warning and uh, we'll let them go free. Do you really think that's a righteous judge? My friend, God had to punish sin. And that is what God did. So whenever there's sin, there's always a punishment. Think about yourself. Think about anybody who's experienced a, a sin in their life. People walk around uh, when they've experienced a sin in their life and they, they kind of almost wait with bated breath for a punishment of some sort, right? Because my friend, there is always a punishment when there is a sin. Now, what God did, this is how much God loved you. He sent his son to be a sacrifice. Um, sin always requires a sacrifice. We talked yesterday about the Old Testament where people would come and bring a lamb. And that was the way to come to God. That, is the way, that was a way to have a relationship with God or have blessings from him. And they would bring a lamb and they would, and they would place their hands symbolically on the lamb. All right? And what would happen is, um, this, they, they, it was said that the sins would go into the lamb, the lamb's righteousness would be transferred to them. Then the lamb would be killed, and that was a means, and, some, and, and the blood would, would be sprinkled where the person would stand in front of the temple. And that's how the person could come to God and access his blessings and his, and his love. And it was a momentary thing. And guess what? Every time somebody would come to God, they would have to bring a new lamb. Um, in fact, there were just thousands and thousands of lambs killed every year, um, you know, when, when people wanted to approach the God of the Bible, right? And we'll get into a lot of that um, over the next few episodes, I'm sure. So what did God do? God, wanted, God didn't want the lambs being killed. God didn't want the sacrifice. It says God is a righteous judge, but God also loves mercy. God wants to forgive his people. God wants... Uh, to pardon. God wants a relationship with you. Um, so God made a way by sending his son to be the perfect lamb. The Bible says when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son. So all the lambs and the slaughtering of lambs for people to approach God was only until a certain time. But when the fullness of time had come, when God deemed it was the right time, he sent his son 
not just an angel, not just a saint. When I say just, you know, an angel would be incredible too, but he sent his son because that was the only sacrifice worthy enough to carry all the sins of the world from the beginning of the world to the end of the world. So because God lives outside time, he's not bound by time. So God who's outside time took the entire sins of your life, past, present and future, the entire sins of everybody's life, every generation you can think of and put it on his son. And at the cross, and this is a very, very pivotal moment, so please give me your attention. At the cross, Jesus was carrying the sin of the entire world. And and God, and, and the judgment of God fell on him at that moment. So at that moment, my friend, uh, Jesus carried the sins of the entire world, past, present, future, every generation that ever lived. And that's how the sin problem was done away with. Now, how does somebody get out of sin today? Well, they receive Jesus. And, um, and remember, it says, it says, for God, this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son, which is Jesus Christ, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Uh, life. Listen to the next verse. God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. My friend, God made a way for you to come to him throughout your life. All you have to do is receive Jesus, believe that he sent, that God is so good he gave his only son and say, Lord, and, and, and there's a prayer that you have to pray that I will lead you in um, either today or one of these days, depending on, on how long this podcast goes. Um, what I want you to remember is, and, 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 let's, and let's talk about it right now. What, what does it mean to be saved? Well, it's very simple. You believe in the one God sent. That's what the Bible tells us very, very clearly. So, are you ready to receive the perfect love of God? All you have to do is repeat this prayer. It's a very simple prayer. It takes 30 seconds. But once you do that, God removes. God does not see your sin on you. The Bible tells us God does not impute your sin to you. How powerful is that? You know why? Because he took the sins of, his, of your entire life and he put them on Jesus at the cross. If you look at the symbolism of the lamb, at that moment on the cross, you put your hands on Jesus. Your sin went on to Jesus at the cross and his perfect, perfect righteousness was transferred to you for an eternity, for an eternity. Remember, um, once you believe in him, you will not perish, but you will have eternal life. My friend, these are such powerful promises. What are you waiting for? Repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I believe that you came into the world and you took all my sins, my sins of my entire life and because you did that on the cross, I have no sin anymore because all of my sins were judged on your body at the cross. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Another way to say it is thank you, Lord. You sent Jesus, your only son, to save me. On that cross, he took my sins of my entire life and I receive right now his righteousness for my entire life. And that's how it works, my friend. At that moment, at this moment, when you speak this prayer, Jesus moves into your heart and you begin a new life, an eternal life, an incredible life. And we'll talk about more about this tomorrow. Thank you very much. God bless you. Um, and we'll speak soon.